Hello and welcome to the ninth episode of Kingdom Hearts Union. I'm your temp host for this episode, Kyle Winan, and I'm here with podcast co-hosts, Fozzie. Hey guys. And Marina Fondin. Hello. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Hello, all, everyone. For, for all the Marina fanboys out there. Hey. <laughs> Unfortunately, due to technical difficulties, Lauren couldn't make it for this episode, which is very unfortunate. Yeah. But she sends her uh, awesomeness, so we will power on. But we are back almost for almost a month since our last episode. But uh, we had an interview between here and then, which we'll get to. But uh, springtime. Yay! Springtime. I can walk outside and not have to wear copious amounts of clothes. Oh, it's so awesome. So really, it's not too bad for Lauren because she gets to go explore outside while we're indoors, wanting to go outside. It's so nice out there. Oh, yeah. No, I go running now again. I mean, I used to in the summer, last summer, and then now I can start doing it again. And it's so nice. It it really, it's Kingdom Hearts weather. It is. Oh, yeah. I love walking outside in the, at, you know, six o'clock in the morning. I walk outside to go to the bus stop and birds are chirping. Yeah. And the sun is like oh. coming up and it just feels so nice to not. Snow be nowhere to be weather. seen. Yeah, yeah. I love it. On that note, for the show, we have two segments. As usual, we got news and then we have our question segment and outro. As always, Kingdom Hearts Union is part of the podcast series called Final Fantasy and Kingdom Hearts Union and is presented by the Gaming Union Network. And episodes come out on the iTunes Store and KingdomHeartsUnion.com. And we have one show update, I presume. Uh, we hope everybody enjoyed our interview with Chanel Gray, the voice of Larxene. Fozzie and I, well, Fozzie did a great job on the interview. I like to think <laughs> I also did a good job. Oh, you did a fine job. <laughs> so uh, Marina and I will be hitting up the next interview. Um, we're working on getting some, inter- some uh, Kingdom Hearts voice actor or actress interview soon. Uh, you might notice on Final Fantasy Union, our sister show, that we've been doing a bunch of Final Fantasy 13 interviews, so we're kind of busy with those at the moment. But I like being more busy and more busy, so we're going to try to <laughs> get another Kingdom Hearts interview in there as well. Woo! Fun times to be had. All right, time for Kingdom Hearts Union news. All right, first up, Kingdom Hearts Coded recently wrapped up in Japan with its eighth episode, but speaking in Japanese magazine Otana Femi, Kingdom Hearts Coded senior planner Jun Kato talked about his wishes for a future coded title. And the magazine wrote Kato apparently confided his desire to be able to put the game to a larger audience, given that relatively few people can play Coded in its current platform. Sweet. Mm, this is this is true, but the thing is, Coded isn't that big of a game, right? Like it doesn't really involve that much stuff about Kingdom Hearts. So even if it did, even if it was ported to America, where in a system that I could actually play it, I don't know if I'd get it. Hmm. Well, are you, are you really versed in what when it's on encoded? I'm not at all, so I, I don't know. It I can't not say really, it's but I think if it was big, we'd have heard about it. <laughs> That's true, but it's kind of like uh, uh, before Crisis for the cell phones, Final Fantasy VII. Mm, uh, yeah. There was a lot of big stuff in there, but I didn't hear anything about it because it was not coming to North America, so they didn't tell huh. us anything and. Yeah. A few people reported on it, but I guess if there's a few diehard Kingdom Hearts fans, this is great for them. Yeah, yeah, this could mean it could be localized to the West, which means they bring the game to the West in English, maybe other languages, uh, and maybe on another platform like the PSP, which I could see happening. I mean, it's like it's like PSP graphics, isn't it? An episode in episodes, like yeah, yeah, kind of. I think it'd be cool if you could like download individual episodes off the PSN, like that new uh, Sonic game. I think that's coming out. Yeah, yeah. there's uh, Sonic Four Episode yeah. One. 
Yeah, I can see be, that working on the PSP because be yeah, they have the PSN store and they actually there are episodic sort of games like Ape Escape comes in. If you portions. had like you know each episode is like maybe a buck fifty or something, I probably would get it actually if it was that yeah. cheap. Yeah, definitely. A- and it's already done, so really they'd just be like, okay, we'll yeah. release this perfectly on time and it'll never be late. Exactly. Okay, I could I could see that working. I I'd, I'd, yeah. I'd probably totally play that because one, it would probably yeah. be cheap per episode, and if I was playing the first one or two and I only had to pay maybe five bucks per one or three or four bucks per one, I would know if I like it or not from the first episode or two. So then I'd be like, okay, do I want to keep paying or do I want to not pay for this? Mm -hmm, Exactly. I think it'd be fun just to download a few episode segments rather than have to pay like, you know, 30 bucks all at once and you end up not liking the game. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I I, I could see it really like, like Square Enix likes to pioneer a lot of stuff. I mean, in more recent years, a lot of other developers have been uh, taking that crown, but uh, I could see Square Enix making that work in the West on PSP. Sure. Mm-hmm. Are you guys interested in... Well, okay, Marina, you seem a bit more versed in coded. Would you want to play it, you think, if given I a chance? I think if it were... If I were given a chance and I didn't really have to pay anything, like, much, yeah. and they, it was just available for me to play, then yes, I would definitely try it out. Would I continue to, would I continue to play it? I don't know, but... Yeah. I would definitely try it out if I had the option. Sure. I mean, they wanted to bring Birth by Sleep, or Birth by Sleep, uh, before, before Crisis, Crisis Final Fantasy VII to the PSP, and then they just like, hey, let's just make a full game Crisis Core. So. Not that we're unhappy about that. No, because <laughs> no. Crisis Core is awesome, but. Yeah. All right. Any last thoughts on that? Eh, if it's going to happen, let it happen. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I'm, I'm game. Okay, not not super psyched, but I, I go for <laughs> You're that. You're game. That was a good pun. I'm oh, game. <laughs> I live for I'm puns. Game. I'm game. <laughs> I'm game. <laughs> Speaking of that, do you want to uh, catch the next piece of news, Fozzie? Sure. All right. Well, Birth by Sleep is confirmed by Square Enix for a summer release. Thank you. Yep. <laughs> In a press release this past week, Square Enix confirmed that Breath by Sleep will be released in North America and Europe in the summer. Which, so, yeah, we talked about yeah. last episode, but... Uh, yep, but we're just reiterating Yeah, because it was, it was leaked last time, but now it's official. Yeah, it's so. funny. That's actually a lot closer than we think it is. Yeah. yeah like, it's only, it's I, was, only... I was just looking at my calendar today, and I think uh, Otakon's in, like, what, four months or something? Mm-hmm. If Breath by Sleep is released in the summer, like, around the same time, that's actually really, really close. 50, yeah. like, two days until I'm out of school? 53? Are you serious? Oh my god, I yeah. hate you, Fozzie. <laughs> <gasps> Anyways, we'll be bouncing around school, you know, missing it, and playing Birth by Sleep. There you, there you go. go. Yeah, it's only one season away. You just to get through spring. And spring is a nice season, unlike winter. So, like, I had to wait through winter for Final Fantasy thirteen, which wasn't so nice. But now I just gotta wait through spring, which is going to be awesome, so it's not so bad. I hope they release it in June, though, because I'm leaving for France for, like, a month at the end of June. And if I have um, Breath by Sleep with me to play, that'll just be so nice. Yeah, I wouldn't count definitely. on it too much, but... Cross I know fingers. I wouldn't count on it, but if it happens... Like, that would just be perfect for you. Well, I mean, be that that'd be that would be about five months after it came out in Japan. So, I mean, the possibility's yeah. there. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. All right, moving right along. Next little piece of news. Speaking in an interview with Famitsu Weekly magazine... As usual, Tetsu Nomura sh- shot the breeze with them about Kingdom Hearts in Dodgy Hints. Uh, he talked a lot about the history of the series, which we all know pretty well by now. But the most interesting bit is when Fimitsu asked if Kingdom Hearts 3 will release around the 10th anniversary of the series, which I think would be about 2012. Uh, Nomura said, no, no, that's still a secret. And then he laughed. Uh, the title with a connection to the mysterious series that I mentioned before will come out first. What? 
What? <laughs> uh, why? All the spin-offs. Yeah. I mean, I like some of them, but the four in a row? Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of teasing at this point. It's like, I'm enjoying these, these ones in between, but if you brought the flagship back, like, I would really enjoy do? that too. Birth by Sleep, you know, Birth by Sleep goes back 10 years. What's this one going to do? <laughs> go forward 10 years? Sora's, you know, dead? It'll be another dimension where timeline doesn't even comprehend. Mm. Uh, yeah. It's like Reborn. If you watch that anime, no. go forward no. ten years. Go forward ten years. The main character's dead, and Oops. then there's like tons of things happening, and there's time travel. And oh, <laughs> why didn't we invent CPR sooner? Why? <laughs> yeah. So if the translation of the magazine issue is correct, then that means Kingdom Hearts three will not be the next title in the series. Boo. 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 <laughs> That's how we feel about it. Boo. Boo. <laughs> 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 Big boo boo square, boo boo. Well, you know, let's wait to see what the heck this next title is going to be. I know. Well, like, yeah, because if what it's are they going to then... do another portable title? Are they going to do something like, kind of like uh, a platform, a console title, but more like uh, what's it called Rechain of Memories, which was portable first? So. I don't even know. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> next title will be Birth by Sleep for the PS2 in Japan. Final Mix Plus. <laughs> it'll be like a, a, another game tacked on. It'll no. It'll be. 358 over two days on PS2, and then they'll port it to North America a year later, yes. and we'll be like, oh, this even, is what, yay. I can't even fathom what they're going to do. Like, what? the only other thing that can happen in the story is they're going to advance on what happened in Kingdom Hearts 2. I don't think many of us could have fathomed what they would have done before they announced the three Kingdom Hearts portable titles all at once. I think the only one that was probably guessable was the uh, DS one three five eight over two yeah. days because it was just Roxas's story. Well, that I hadn't really heard too much, but it doesn't the secret ending of Birth by Sleep or something like hint. It doesn't it, it doesn't hint so much as it closes the story. Mm-hmm. I, I think right? it still leaves a gap or something yeah. though. I can't remember vividly. Why? But... Just give us Kingdom Hearts three. What I from what I heard it was that it kind of closed some doors, but yeah. then again it also opened a lot. And these are just other people's opinions as well, so it's not like... <laughs> so we don't actually know, because we're not fact. spoiling ourselves, but... Yeah. Maybe the next installment will be Death by Awake. <laughs> yeah, I mean, after we after we finish Birth by Sleep, the, 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 the KHU crew, I think we'll be a lot more inclined to say if we're depressed or not that KH3 is the next big one, because, I mean, Birth by Sleep, I think it's going to really fulfill a lot of the thirst we have for a really high-quality... Like a uh, really engaging story. Like I, I really enjoyed three five eight over two days. But there's a lot that can be said for those cutscenes and the the impact of voice acting and proper cinematography with good graphics. Yeah. Any other thoughts? I, I like Boo Boo. Yeah. <laughs> boo. <laughs> Yogi. Boo Boo. Boo Boo. Boo Boo. Marina, would you like to uh, play the next one? I, I would like to related. play the next one. The next news story. Here we go. <laughs> play it away. Uh, yeah. uh, this month's Famitsu contained an interview with the composer for Kingdom Hearts music, Shimomura Yoko, which is funny because we never hear anything from the composers in Kingdom Hearts. And uh, she tells she told everyone a little bit about uh, her background. And uh, she said that she's been, a, she's been a musician since she was really young. During college, she was presented with an opportunity by Capcom and her music appeared in Street Fighter 2 and Breath of Fire, and I think she'd been working for Capcom for a while, but it felt like she felt like it was limiting her creativity, so she sought out RPG companies, and Square Enix picked her up. So, uh, And they put her on Kingdom Hearts, which had a heavy story with themes of dark and light. 
and she says that uh, Nomura told her, I'd like pieces in this style of Verdi's Requiem. So she wrote Destati, but at the time she was wondering whether she hadn't made a mistake in being Disney at all. What's yeah. uh, Verdi's Requiem? Oh, oh, it's, it's a, like a famous it's music piece. A very Cla- famous yeah, music really piece. famous classical uh, music piece. Uneducated Kyle. <laughs> and actually, I'd sing it for you, but I'm kind of dead voiced right now. So. And actually, uh, it does sound like I was listening to Death Study the other day, and I was like, wow, this really sounds like another work yeah, of it's music true. that I, mean, I heard of. That and uh, I, I kind of I kind of group it together, even though she didn't compose this one with one with One Winged Angel, which was. Uh, taken from inspiration actually i think kenley said this on into the score on one of i was about to say i was just thinking of into the score because he did an episode all about yeah he did an episode about one winged angel about how it came from like i think uh something like six different classical music compositions and that was how uematsu got the inspiration for that he did a full episode on kingdom hearts which talked a lot about yoko actually verdi's requiem is featured in um if you ever watched the movie battle royale Right. That's the That's theme right. song of Battle Royale. That's when mm. the title credits come up. It's like, and then I'll YouTube it after the show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's good music. It's it's very intense, and the music is so fantastic. But anyways, yeah, I can definitely see the connection between yeah. that and Death Study. And I think I think she did a good job of it. Like definitely. Like even though I I can understand why she was like worried because it is Disney and you know. Nothing Disney has ever been so like Dark. freakishly intense <laughs> as 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 a uh, as Requiem or Destati, but I mean it just works, you know. Oh my gosh, yeah. No, it's it's my favorite piece of music from Kingdom Hearts. I think. Ah, so good. You know what I'd like to see her do in future Kingdom Hearts titles is in, in one and two Kingdom Hearts one and two she used I guess sam- samples of instruments that sound a lot more. I guess, simplified versions of how the instrument would sound in an orchestra. I hope that the future Kingdom Hearts titles are like orchestra Big. quality recordings of like them. Like Final Fantasy thirteen. <laughs> yeah, like, like if you compare, or, or like the North American version of Dragon Quest eight, Very, very, very nifty. But uh, if they did live... Or no, if you compare like... Uh, Brian Arnold, our podcast editor for Kingdom Hearts Union, was comparing with me how the Pirates of the Caribbean theme... Uh, in Kingdom Hearts 2 compares to the actual one and it's just like night and day how <laughs> much better the original is and a lot of it's because it's orchestrated in other yeah. parts because it's not as simplified but I don't think it would take away from like the lighthearted atmosphere of Kingdom Hearts to do that no, no. Like, honestly isn't Kingdom Hearts is getting more intense anyway yeah and we all eat up these OSTs that they put out that are like with piano the full orchestral music and yeah. recorded by the Tokyo Symphony Orchestra. <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah. I mean, they they gotta have the budget for it by now. This this uh, series is gonna sell like twenty million copies by the time they make Kingdom Hearts. I mean, 3, her style's so. getting more in- intricate because of this because I'm fairly certain she's doing the music for Versus Thirteen. Yeah, oh, yeah. Wow. That is going to be like intense. You know, yeah. You I can't wait. I, I, definitely... <laughs> I hope it'll be more of the Death Saudi stuff because that. Like oh, I'm sure it will be. I don't know. Opera is it just gets to me. Like I honestly will admit, I listen to opera. I think opera is like the most emotional music I could ever listen to, and I just connect with it so. Oh, it is. Like, Whenever best. you hear opera in a video game, you just know that something something is going to happen, and it's going to be serious and intense, and mm-hmm. it just you just go good. Yeah, and then you just get chills. I think the reason her uh, music was more simple sounding before was not just her, maybe her choice, but she was more directed to make it that sound. Yeah. 
because I mean it's completely different in other other games. Yeah, and she probably wanted to keep her job. <laughs> <laughs> no, no kidding. <laughs> but now Nomura's probably gonna like he's gonna probably gonna sit her down and be like, okay, this is the direction the series is going in. It's really taking a turn for you know the darker side. So make this music intense, and she'll just be like, okay. <laughs> and he'll probably give her more more freedom to be like, yeah. Oh well, I don't think this sounds good. Can we add this? Do like, you mind if we add this? I haven't yeah. heard the music for Birth by Sleep yet because I've been, you know, holding back on spoilers yeah. on every account. But I'm almost inclined to say that that's probably just going to be uh, an awakening. Uh huh. Yeah, I, I don't think they'll go overboard with it because I mean they have really good direction at uh, with the Kingdom Hearts series, so I can't see them be like going like emo dark and it's all no. depressing. Oh, no, 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 no. I mean more more in the terms of this at points the seriousness and just how how big the story is. Like I mean they they deal with a lot of light and dark, so that gives room to have the dark in there as well as like the cheery stuff that keeps everybody smiling. It's also like a common misconception with these type of music, like. Requiem, although it's very dark, it's not really emo. Like it's just really powerful. No, it's not. Yeah, yeah. It's a big not difference. emo. It's just it's powerful. Not... So, and neither is neither is Distati. No, it really yeah. isn't. It's really it's not. Just... It's kind of epic. It's really beautiful. Yeah. Any last thoughts before we move on? I Yay, want music! More of this. <laughs> yeah. Go music. Go music. Yes. Go Yoko. I, I support Shimomura. <laughs> yes, I do. All right, time for question segment. This first question is from KH Mixer. They ask, I'd have to say my favorite voice actor so far in the Kingdom Hearts series is Xemnas. His voice carries so much weight. He's definitely a very commanding and foreboding screen presence. I think his name is Paul St. Peter. What's your guys' favorite voice actor in Kingdom Hearts? Hmm. Uh, Marina? Hmm. All right, I think I'm going to have to tie. <laughs> tie. Two people, because I simply cannot choose between these guys. Uh, first, I think it's Quentin Plain, just because I think he makes, like, he brings something to Axel that I, that the Japanese voice actor just does not. Yeah. Right. Like, honestly, he gives Axel the personality that he is. And the second I have to say is Christopher Lee, because <laughs> I, every time I listen to him as Diz, it's just, like, oh, it's ridiculous. I love it. Mm-hmm. He's crazy. That accent just brings so much to the character, and it's That's hilarious so but foreboding at the same time. Yeah. I just love it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fozzy, is he is he your favorite? Um, yeah. I don't know. Uh, I can't really pick favorites. Sure, you can. Not only <laughs> sure you can. I just did. <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't want to break. I don't want to burn any bridges. You know. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> I'll tell you whose voice I didn't like, but I don't want to start planning things. <laughs> I'm trying to get um, interviews, Marina. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I know. <laughs> I'm just I'm just kidding. I really wish that well okay, I'll just say it. Alright. I loved that Billy Zane got a part in Kingdom Hearts One. Ah. <laughs> I will explain myself. It's not anything against Richard Epcar at all. I thought he did a fantastic job with Ansem, but I had a love for Billy Zane's acting ability before Kingdom Hearts was even out. So it's like, you know, Billy Zane was the one that I really like was pushing for and i really oh i just love i love his work he's so fantastic yeah yeah, i just killed billy zane's Uh, (laughs) and yeah so i'll go with billy zane just because of past past works that he has done and if you don't know any other past works that he's done watch titanic and that's him there you go go. i would have to say 
for me, I mean, I, I think most of the voice actors in Kingdom Hearts are really good. I really like a lot of the organization. Quentin Flint's definitely up there, and same with Christopher Lee. But my favorite would have to be uh, Roxas, uh, Jesse McCartney. He did so well. I'm not a huge he Jesse did. McCartney fan, but I think he, Roxas, him being an awesome character, and two, I think that voice just fits him perfectly, 100%. I think it's nuts how, you know, Disney goes out and chooses all these big time actors, uh, like... For instance, I think they had someone from NSYNC who voiced uh, uh, Lance Sephiroth. Bass. Sephiroth. Yeah, Lance, Lance Bass. Bass, who voiced Sephiroth in the first one. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, uh, but you know, choosing Jesse McCartney, I think a lot of people just kind of looked at that and just facepalmed. They were like, no. But he did so good. I, I cannot imagine anyone else doing Roxas's voice. Like, he's perfect. Yeah. yeah he I was so, so well. surprised because I, I mean, it's just like, you know, you hear something like Jesse McCartney or... Like, an actor like that, you just kind of, you know, kind of push him to the side. <laughs> yeah. But when I heard it, I was just so pleasantly surprised. Yeah, exactly. Like, he really yeah, did a really fantastic was. job. I mean, Roxas being a really cool character helps a lot, but I, it, I, I'm I, not just playing favorites because Roxas is also my favorite character. But it's, I think it's a large part of that is because just the acting, how he's conveyed is just so well. So that'd have to be mm-hmm. my choice. And I really also like Kelly Joel Osment as Sora. Yes, he does a good <laughs> We're job. We're negating oh, the main like, character. He's I had so a hard good. time believing that he was. it's the same guy who did him in 1 and 2. Because his voice changed so much. Yeah, yeah, he grew up a little bit. I didn't really like... I liked him... I would have liked him in 1 if they had made Sora's character be younger. But, you know, he just didn't sound like he was 14. But then in 2, it was like, oh my god, you're perfect. What the... Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. Uh, the next title, he better be like 18. Yeah. I think he's... I think he's really good. I think he's really, mm-hmm. he's really, really good. He's really and good. of course, Riku. Um, oh, I'm blanking on his name. David right Gallagher. Now. David, David Gallagher. Gallagher. That's it. I wanted to say that, but I thought I was going to be wrong. But I was thinking of Peter Gallagher, which is a totally different. Person. <laughs> but yeah. David Gallagher, he's so fantastic as Riku. He is. I agreed. All right, that's uh, that's good for that question. <laughs> Our next question is from Eli five zero four six or five thousand forty six. What is your favorite Kingdom Hearts game? I'm surprised we haven't answered this one yet. Yeah, I think we've insinuated it, but not actually. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Marina, one shot. What is it? Two. I love. I love one like so much. Well, yeah, we all love each title. I mean, we all you know we all love each title. And I'm actually I'm actually a big fan of Chain of Memories because that was the first Kingdom Hearts title I actually played extensively. Like I I had I finished one after I finished Chain of Memories because I moved to France and didn't have a PS2, but. Um, but when I got to, it just like seemed like so many new things opened up in the Kingdom Hearts title, and it was the first time I actually sat back and just looked at it and was like, man, I love this series. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fozzie? Kingdom Hearts 1. 1. Yeah. I, I mean, it was just, I was so excited for that game, and once I got it, it was just, it was exactly what I had expected, if not like more than what I expected. And, you know, it's just, it was so good. It was such a good game. It yeah. was fun. I would have to go with Kingdom Hearts 2 as well for me. I think a part of that is because that's the first one I played and fell in love with. But I also, I really like the gameplay. I could play that game all day long. Oh, and then I know. The, it's it's the one of the games that pace. you don't get tired of grinding. So was I the only one of this group who's played Kingdom Hearts 1 before playing Kingdom Hearts 2? <laughs> no, I did play it before, but I didn't finish it. Ah. Yeah, I played Kingdom Hearts 2 first. I missed the boat for Kingdom Hearts 1. I don't know what I was doing in 2002, but it wasn't playing <laughs> I was like, PlayStation too much. I, I was like 10, I think, when I started playing it. Yeah. I and was... then uh, when I was like 13, no, when I was like 12, I started playing Kingdom Hearts 2 and then uh, went back and finished 1. 
I, I jumped all over the place with these games. Right. <laughs> I, I, I predict that Birth by Sleep will be my new favorite, though. I just remember when um, Kingdom Hearts first came out, like, seeing all the commercials on uh, TV. And I didn't have a PlayStation 2 at the time. I just had my PlayStation 1. And then when I finally got my PlayStation 2, I was so excited because I could finally get this game. But I just remember seeing... Uh, like Jack Skellington and all these different like Disney characters and Final Fantasy characters mixed, and I was just so oh yeah oh it was so much fun and I think that's another thing that really made two for me was because they added a lot of worlds that were really unconventional probably would not have gone in Kingdom Hearts otherwise yeah like Tron is one of my favorite worlds ever I love it so much and it's just like why would anyone in their right mind put that in the game is what you'd think <laughs> but it works so well I know. Yeah, I, I can't even think of my favorite world in Kingdom Hearts 2. I mean, I know Marina doesn't like, uh, what was that, uh, the black and white world? Timeless River. Yeah, yeah, I love that. Yeah. That's <laughs> up there. That. I, I don't remember what my favorite is, though. I think it Twilight Town, yeah. but that t- kind of doesn't. Oh, well, of course Twilight Town. <laughs> All right, that's a wrap on our questions. You can ask us whatever you want, Kingdom Hearts, gaming, podcast, site forms, whatever. You can sign up on our forums at gamingunion.net to submit questions. Just go to the KH Union questions thread in our podcast form. So uh, next Monday's episode will be Minigup. And next Kingdom Hearts Union will be released on April 6th. As you might remember, we switched Kingdom Hearts Union and Final Fantasy Union around this past week. So this episode was actually supposed to come out a week ago. But... We put Final Fantasy Union in that slot because Final Fantasy 13 just came out. So if you're missing Lauren, just catch the last episode of Final Fantasy Union where we talk all about Final Fantasy 13 spoiler-free. And it was a really epic episode. There's background music. It was like an hour long. It was really awesome. So. It was crazy. I was sitting there wishing I could input on it. <laughs> <laughs> I was listening to it. I was like, oh, I've played this. <laughs> yeah. And I got to go play some more. All right. If there's any changes to the schedule, we'll let you know on either Final Fantasy Union, Minigup, or Twitter. You can subscribe to Final Fantasy and Kingdom Hearts Union on iTunes. Just search Kingdom Hearts, and we are number one. And, of course, you can catch every episode on KingdomHeartsUnion.com, along with all our Kingdom Hearts news coverage. Fozzie, Marina, would you like to say your farewells? See you guys. Goodbye. (laughs) And I'm Kyle saying goodbye. This has been a TweaksMusic.com and KingdomHeartsUnion.com production. 